Hello, and welcome to Erskine Conversations. We bring the Erskine College and Theological Seminary campus to you. In each episode, we will be diving into the conversations that happen every day across Erskine's campus among students, faculty, staff, and more. Today, I invite you to listen in as we talk with Tiana Thompson, admissions counselor and Erskine grad. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. So Tiana, thank you for coming on today. I appreciate you braving this crisis to come out and have a conversation. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, so uh, since you are a nurse grad and since you are back now uh, doing admissions and engaging a new generation of Erskine student, the question always has to come up, what Drew Erskine, why Erskine? I find myself answering that question a lot more I get that. now. Um, but so back in high school, um, you know, I was a good student. Good Real grades. quick, when did you graduate Erskine? I graduated from Erskine um, in 2016. Okay. So a little back, little background before we get into yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. But, I'll just um, give you a little context. <laughs> but um, back in high school, um, you know, Good grades, good student. Um, 12th grade was when I really started um, trying to figure out where I wanted to go to school because I knew for what I wanted to do, I wanted to be a psychologist back then. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, you got to go to school for that. So, yeah, especially um, that. Right. So I joined a group called Campus Connections um, hmm. at our school, which is it's a biblical based group where you go and you travel and you visit all the states on the um, East Coast. And you go to all the schools there, all the HBCUs there. You um, can get accepted on spot. My you gosh. apply. <laughs> right. So you go through all that. So um, How long is that process? Going to like every school down the East it's Coast? A, it's a year. Oh, okay. Um, so this, is, this isn't like you just took off a couple of days and just traveled. Well, we all take the off a week. Okay. So we take off a week. First semester, we did the um, colleges down south. Okay. Then second semester, we go up north. Wow. So it's okay. a week. Um, um, each semester to go to all these schools. Man. Um, so I did that. Um, long story short, got accepted into um, 21 schools, um, 19 HBCUs, two um, PWIs. So I knew for myself that I didn't want to go to an HBCU. You may want to explain those two acronyms. <laughs> so HBCU <laughs> is Historically Black um, College University. Okay. PWIs is Predominantly White Institution. Got it, got it. Okay. Um, so I knew I didn't want to go to HBCU. Um, I also knew that I wanted something small. Mm -hmm. So it came down to me looking at Columbia College or the College of Charleston. Okay. So I was like, okay, Columbia College, if I go there, I can play tennis, which I played tennis in high school. Absolutely loved it. Mm -hmm. College of Charleston is in Charleston and I love Charleston. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> no, no. That's a hard balance. Though. Right, right. So um, went to a overnight visit at the College of Charleston, um, an event that they had, fell in love with it, told my parents, hey, I want to be here. This is, is where it. I want to be. Done. Um, so they were like, okay, well, let's look at finances. <laughs> so, you know, we can't really just jump in it right now. So it does um, cost money. <laughs> come to find out that um, they weren't, able to give me a, a lot of money because okay. they are a public school. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was coming hmm. down to, okay, Tiana, now you really need to figure this out. Right. Um, it's getting real. Right. So out of nowhere, I got an email from 
Erskine College that said you've been accepted. And I'm like, <laughs> where is this school? What is this? And why have I been accepted? Right. I don't remember applying. I don't know anything about this school. Where uh-huh. is it? So my dad was like, well, Tiana, let's look it up and see what it what it is and where it is. Where it is. Um, so we looked it up. My dad was like, well, go ahead and apply anyways, just so you can make sure you've been accepted. Um, so I did get accepted. Um, <laughs> yeah. Make sure it's a real real. school and not just like some (laughs) kind of spam weird email. (laughs) And um, so my dad was like, well, Tiana, you know, let's take a family trip. Let's go visit. So my mom was like, yes, let's go visit. I was like, I don't want to visit. I want to (laughs) go to the College of Charleston. (laughs) I don't want to go here. So my mom had to talk to me and my dad was like, we're going. (laughs) I'm the dad. Right. I'm paying for it anyway. So <laughs> right. So we're, we're going to go look. <laughs> um, so we took a trip, um, found out that it was close to home. It's only an hour and 30 minutes away from where I live because I'm from Chester, South Carolina. Okay. Um, so we came. The bustling for, metropolis of Chester. Right. Of course. Uh, so big. <laughs> <laughs> so we came for um, an open house day. Okay. And I met my admission counselor at the time, um, Sean Glover. Okay. Great person. Um, but we came and as soon as I opened the door and stepped out on campus, <laughs> I felt it was like it. I belonged there. Yep. Like yep. it was just that feeling of this I, is where I need to be. I get it. I do. Um, so we took a tour of the school. First time seeing the school, loved it because it reminded me of home with all the trees, the country area. Mm-hmm. Um, Talked to my mission counselors and everybody here. Everybody was so nice and just loving and open. Um, so after we got my financial aid packet and looked at that, my dad was like, well, Tiana, <laughs> <laughs> this is a nice little packet. Really so we like might want to consider. And I was like, well, I love it here anyways. Right. So I was like, I want this. I'm fine. Yeah, we can, good. I can sign today. I can make my commitment. We're good. Mm-hmm. And then I came and it was the best four years of my life. And so did you end up pursuing psychology? So, no, <laughs> <laughs> I st- I wanted to do psychology. Um the first year, okay. then my dad had to have um, a couple of knee surgeries. Okay. So I was like, well, I worked with the physical therapist in high school. I was I worked with the athletic hmm. trainer. So I did that. So maybe I want to go into that route with athletic training. Hmm. Um, so I changed my major sophomore year to um, athletic training. Okay. Then I was like, well, I don't know <laughs> if I want to do this either. Uh, uh, maybe I want to be a neonatal nurse. Maybe I want to be a nurse. Maybe I just, I just want to help people. So I was like, okay, okay well, bottom line, biology, because that way yeah. I can, whatever I decide to do, I'll be able to do. Right. That. I've got the, you have the background, you'll have the, uh, the good name behind you right. saying, hey, I got my degree from this school. Right. I can go where I want. Right. So. Okay. So that's how I so, got here. So you had the traditional student, uh, kind of thing of coming in with one this is this is what I'm going to do I know it I'm determined as mm-hmm. a 17 18 year old this is what and then God was like oh yeah let me show you a couple other things <laughs> right let, let me, me change this let me you. see if that's really what you want <laughs> um well that's that is awesome like that that uh part of your story of coming in open the door and just breathing in the do mm-hmm. there I feel like if you were to pull a lot of uh, students from probably numerous generations of Erskine they would probably say a lot of the same things right. that they came in in the 90s and the 80s and the 70s and they opened the door and they took in what is due west and they're like well okay everywhere else just lost mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. 
There's just something about Due West that something is special. intoxicating, for lack of a better term. Um, I remember when I was here last semester for the presidential scholarship and I was standing outside underneath the breezeway of Moffat and it was a little bit chilly and it was a little bit drizzly and I was looking out on the mall and it was just this serene sense of calm. Mm-hmm. Like you just kind of heard a little pitter patter of rain um, and it was a little misty, a little bit foggy, um, but it was just quiet and still. And it, it drew me in and reminded me why I loved Erskine so much when mm-hmm. I was here. Um, so I, I get that. There's just something special about the campus itself. I I would say possibly just feeling God's presence here. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what hits. The, the the calm serenity of it and reminding mm-hmm. yourself that, that God is is here mm-hmm. in this place. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that you're on the other side of the equation, what is it like to be an admissions counselor? Um, so it's. It's great, actually. It was weird at first. So um, a little bit of background. Um, The last two years before I started as an admission counselor, I was a college advisor at the high school that I graduated from. So I helped um, juniors and seniors, you know, with the application process, choosing a college, matching Mm -hmm. fit, um, financial aid. Giving them your story, how you went from (laughs) all of these options and found something totally off the map. Right. Just to kind of help them figure out the best route for them. it was the um, college advising corps through Furman University, and it housed us in high schools in the Lancaster and Chester area. Okay. Um, so I was able to do that, and I love the feeling that I got with helping students. So I was like, maybe this is my purpose and where I belong. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to make a difference. So I was like, okay. I saw the job position here. I was like, boom. Done. I need to go. <laughs> yeah, at least put my name in the hat. Right. <laughs> so um, ended up here, got the job as an admission counselor. It was weird at first because it's like, okay, I was on the other side with guidance counselors in high schools mm-hmm. trying to get admission counselors to come in and do this work. Mm-hmm. So now I'm on the other side actually seeing what they have to go through day to day with trying to go to high schools and what it looks like on the college side. Right. So um, I do have unique experience because I can bring both sides to Mm -hmm. the table. You've Um, done both. You can can feel for both sides. Right, right, right. And I I know the struggles of each. Mm -hmm. And um, I do want to be a part of the change that comes in education as well Mm -hmm. so that kind of fuels the passion behind it what what do you mean by that the the change um education is not where it needs to be okay yeah um i think most of us can agree to that right (laughs) granted especially in south carolina so i want to just make sure that the underrepresented um students first generation students even students who Students who don't know, mm-hmm. yeah, they get the information um, that they need, the resources. They are able to see what's out there. Yeah. So I want to be able to be a part of that to give them the hope that okay, I can go to school, mm-hmm. and you know, I can make a difference, and I can go and do the job or get the job that I want. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how how do you think that your time here, or your position here, or your your passion and, and all that kind of drawback to Erskine? Like, what do you think Erskine brings to the the equation of the table that would help to encourage students in that way? Um, well, Erskine, for one, is teaching me the skills that I need. Okay. <laughs> um, but we we also, with the students that we talk to and with the fairs that we go to mm-hmm. and the opportunities that we have open to us, we're able to 
still talk to those students okay. and still give the information, not just for us gotcha. at Erskine, mm -hmm. but for any school. Like, we're not just like, oh, well, you don't want to come to Erskine. We're not going to talk to you. No, we're going to talk to everybody. Right. And we're going to give that information needed. And the people here and the willingness to um, to teach mm -hmm. is is has helped me yeah. tremendously. Well, I think that one of the things that's so unique and so underrepresented, I guess you could say, is that when when you get to know your professors here at Erskine, like you get to know them. Mm -hmm. You know Dr. Mina mm -hmm. in biology. You know Dr. Evans in Bible for when I was here. Um, you're not learning through a teaching assistant. You're not learning through a grad student. You're, mm -hmm. not, you're not learning through some sort of secondary means. If if you want to go into neonatal neo, neo, uh, nursery mm -hmm. out of college, you tell Dr. Mina that. And, and he'll get he'll, you there. He'll help right. you. <laughs> he'll like help he you to get there. He'll find you the contacts. Right. He'll help you with internships. He'll help you understand what are you getting into? What are What's your future going to look like when you graduate? Right. Like you're not just on your own. And so you're right in the sense that Erskine does want to see you succeed. That's one of the things that separates Erskine from the other schools. You get that personal interaction with your professors, mm -hmm. with the people like you will know about their family. They'll know about your family. They yeah. want to know about you. And then you'll find out what well, I want them to know about me. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, you know, you, you get to where you're like, I want to be a part of your family and a part of this community and a mm -hmm. part of something bigger yep. here. Yep. Um, so kind of off of that, as you are thinking about when you go to fairs or when you interact online, now that we're in the situation we're in, mm -hmm. um, just talking with prospective students, what is one thing uh, that you wish that every prospective student who is either on your list that maybe came through some sort of secondary means or someone you might meet through a digital learning or talk to going out to a visit, what is one thing you would want any prospective student to know about Erskine? Um, we're big on community. We're okay. big on taking care of each other. We care about you. Okay. Um, that's one of the things that I, I felt when I first got here, when I was here leaving and coming back, you know, we care about you and we care about, um, you as a whole person, spirituality, mm -hmm. you know, your health, socially, health, socially right. We care about all parts of you. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, we're small, but because we're small, we're able to have that community and we're yeah. able to, you know, show, not just tell you, mm -hmm. yeah. but we're able to show you. Words are great, mm -hmm. but actions speak right. much louder. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. Um, whenever I go out to churches or um, any kind of gathering, I, I have to try to boil down what is Erskine in as few terms as possible. Um, I took a lead from our president and the first thing is Erskine is relational. Mm -hmm. um, Erskine is relational in the sense of how we live on campus, where we're mostly residential. Erskine is relational in the sense that you're part of a community. Right. Um, Erskine is relational in the sense that you know your professors, you know your classmates. Um, so when I was here, we we graduated one of the smallest classes that Erskine had seen in a while. But hey, to our credit, we also gave <laughs> we gave the biggest senior donation that they had seen okay. like in over a decade. So okay. I got to um. at least take some sort of positive <laughs> from having a small class. Um, but I knew basically everyone in my class, mm -hmm. even if I knew at least their face and, and probably their name. Um, now, granted, that's probably lost some in the past mm -hmm. eight years. Um, but uh, there's just something about Erskine in the community that. 
you can't find that many other places. I don't right. want to say nowhere else because I feel that you can make that argument or make that same statement for a lot of small colleges out there that that is just one of the big draws to small mm-hmm. colleges generally. Mm-hmm. Um, so to any prospective students listening, don't write out or don't write out um, those uh, small colleges like the Erskins, the the Newberries, the right. NGUs, the ones that are not you know, your big institutional names, there's, there's a lot to be learned and a lot to be gained from small places. Um, and also don't feel like just cause you're not going to Clemson, you can't get a good financial package. <laughs> right. Uh, that's, that's another big thing right. I, I hope that students <laughs> listen and, and learn from is that don't be scared by the ticket prices somewhere. Um, especially as a believer and God will take care of you. God will, God will send you where you need to go mm-hmm. and he'll help you through the tough times, even if those tough times aren't necessarily being taken away from you, right? He'll be there with you. And um, the thing about it is, the ticket price is not always the ticket price. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So you know you got to look at it. There's grants. Exactly. There's all kinds of things. Exactly. And definitely, as a student, go look for things. There's, mm-hmm. The internet is mm-hmm. a powerful resource to find all kinds of local random, businesses small, around the area, mm-hmm. anywhere that you can ask and say, hey, do you have a scholarship? Man, and, and all they can say is no. Right, exactly. And then like, you be like, okay, well, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. I appreciate your time. Right. Um. All right, so a little bit off, off the beaten path. What is something you like to do when you're not at work? Ah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Which is even even stranger of a question now since right, we are many right. days working from home. Um. Before um, everything happened, before the COVID, before COVID <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy, I'm a foodie, okay. so I do enjoy going out, finding new restaurants, um, stepping outside of the box and trying new things. Um, so I enjoyed traveling a lot and just finding, I always traveled to a place where there was a good restaurant. Okay. So that's the only, if you want to get me somewhere, tell me where the food is and I'll go. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, All right. But now that, um, you know, I've had more time to be at home, I've been doing more self-care. So I read more. Okay. Um, I find a good series that'll keep me attached. And, you read um, anything good over the, this time? Um. Well, I've been reading, trying to catch up with my reading. Mm-hmm. Um. So... And you're in school right now, right? Or you yes. just finished school? Yes. So I have one more semester okay. in school. So the reading has been more so school related, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> not pleasure related. Um, but I do like find a good series to watch, binge watch it, um, naps all day. <laughs> oh, man. See, I, I can't do that. What? For me, naps, I, I'm very type A. And so to think that I just napped through two hours that I could have been doing something else. Mm-hmm. It, it just makes makes me itch and, and jump a little bit. I'm very much so an introvert. So those naps yeah. help me recover yeah, they, and recharge. Yeah, recharge that especially time. after talking, you know, a lot throughout the day. Yeah. I need that. Right. I mean, <laughs> and, and many times cold calling and interacting mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. students who may have only talked to you one time. Right. And so right, it's, right. yeah, I get that. Especially as an introvert, it's, mm-hmm. it's draining. Right. It, right. it takes all your energy away and you need to go out by yourself mm-hmm. and try to get that back. I, mm-hmm. So I do get that. One thing I always love to do in these Erskine conversations is to then sort of flip the script and give you an opportunity to ask me any kind of questions you might have. So do you happen to have anything for me that you think would be fun to talk through? Um, so what is your favorite place on campus? Oh, man. Hmm. That is a tough question. <laughs> I, I think it depends on when we're talking about, like both in sense of what time of year and also what time of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, if right you were now, to go yeah. 
anywhere, where would be the first place that you go or your favorite place? Well, other than your office. Yeah, it would be outside (laughs) for sure. And I'm trying to think of which, because there's three places that come to mind. There's on the mall, uh, because it's just that long stretch of green. There's on the circle, because a lot of people tend to congregate there. And Mm -hmm. so you have a really kind of communal aspect to being outside. And then there's under the towers. Um, Okay. I was giving a tour recently and just describing what it means to be under the towers Mm -hmm. in the Erskine communal mindset. Like it gave me goosebumps just describing like, this is where you start your experience. Mm -hmm. This is where you end your experience. Mm -hmm. This is a place that is iconic. This is a place that is beautiful. Um, It's got shade. It's got good view. Both in the sense of you look up at the towers, mm-hmm. which in a sense then you know, avert your eyes to, to God. You can also look across Main Street and see the mall and see the, the majority of the academic concepts of the campus. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I guess just now describing it, I'd probably say sitting down in the uh, in the, the shadow of the towers and being able to just sort of see the campus is probably one of my favorite places to be. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I, so I was class president when I was here and that place has a really special spot in my heart because that was where I got to, you know, give the final speech for the class, get to shake the president's hand and sort of finish my my four years. Uh-huh. Um, so it definitely has a, a very special place. How about you? Um, I would say besides the mall, my favorite spot is there is a swing behind mm-hmm. um, Kennedy. Yeah. And behind Bonner. Yeah. Um, and it's right there in between where Duet Family Medicine is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where when I was here, that's where I would go when I needed a break or when I was having a bad day or mm-hmm. I just needed time to sit yeah. and make myself, you know, meditate and just relax. I would just go Get away from and things swing. a bit. Right. Watch the cars go by, kind of just swing and think. And it's funny that it's not that far off campus, but it feels like you've mm-hmm. left it behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That's, that's right next to the Phoenix gym, right? Right. Yeah. So. And, and, and there's so many swings on campus. And there's so many places where you can get away without going mm-hmm. that far. Mm-hmm. That it's It really is a beautiful campus for anyone who's listening, who's looked at Erskine or considering it. You got it. You have to come. Like You have to come you have and to just visit. experience yes. it. Yes. <laughs> it, uh, the pictures are beautiful, yeah. but it doesn't do Erskine justice. You Not have to come justice. and experience it for yourself. Tiana, I really appreciate you coming and talking Thank today. You. It is always fun to to kind of dive into other people's experience with Erskine. Um, and that's part of the goal of Erskine Conversations mm-hmm. is to illuminate uh, where other people see Erskine and how other people perceive it and how people have experienced it. And hopefully to encourage current students to go out and see things they may not have seen in the past, to encourage prospective students to come here and see it. And to remind alumni why it is that they love Durskin. Right. So um, I thank you for this conversation and hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Thanks for listening to Erskine Conversations. If you enjoyed today's chat, please be sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. Tune in each week to hear more from the Erskine campus. Erskine is the higher education institution of the Associate Reformed Presbyterian Church. To learn more about Erskine, please check us out at erskine.edu. We would love to hear from you. Find us on social media by searching Erskine College or emailing us at conversations at erskine.edu. Thanks again and have a blessed day.